0: Great start. Welcome back to Rockstar 101. His name is Brandon. He's the DJ. His name is Shim. He is the rock star. Class is in session. I was
1: trying to sneak that in. There was a there was a hair you all, sitting on you right the screen, and I was like, yeah. "That's gonna bug me because our dog okay. is shedding like nobody's business right now, okay. and there's hair all over this house." Anyway, it's you said allergies go you nuts. said
0: you have a great topic for this week. Like, let's, oh, I do. Okay, so tell me what it is. Well,
1: I mean, I don't know if it's a great topic, but it's definitely something that needs to be discussed. Um, So one of the reasons I want to bring this up, too, is since you being down in Australia, I'm curious to know what news from the United States makes it down there. And obviously the big story is George Floyd and the guy who was basically murdered by the police
0: on camera. Yeah. Again. Great. Fucking shit keeps happening. Uh, I've seen it through friends' Facebook feeds who are American. It has not really made the news here that much. Um, Mostly, COVID is still taking over. We have not raised our lockdown properly yet. We're actually behind. We're doing much better on the COVID numbers than America, and we still haven't opened up lockdown yet. I think pretty
1: much most everybody is uh, doing better in the
0: United States in regards to the numbers. But I heard
1: New Zealand completely got rid of it. Yeah, but their last case was gone. As of today, which is, uh, I believe, Friday, May 29th.
0: Yeah. They've always been ahead of the curve on a lot of this type of stuff, and also they just – they've got less people, so they were able to sort of squash it quicker. They've had less people. Is it a major problem
1: if somebody calls you like a like from New Zealand, if they confuse you with from New Zealand? Is that like major beef you guys got?
0: It is for New Zealanders. New Zealanders really don't like it. They really, really don't like it, actually. If you're a New Zealander and they go, oh, you're an Aussie? They go, New Zealand, mate. New Zealand. Oh. The- Peter Jackson. The Lord of the Rings. Remember it? <laughs> Ever heard of Gollum. it? Ever heard of it? And it's like, they get really full on about it. Aussies are like, no, nah, no, nah, just just Aussies. No, it's a common mistake. Aussies, New Zealanders get their fucking bee a anyway, <laughs> be in a bonnet. Anyway. Bee in a bonnet. Be in a fucking whatever. Um, so anyway, so it's, it's been on it's, your social media. It it's hasn't been on really my social been. media. It hasn't made it Exactly, exactly. But I'm, I know that it's the biggest thing in the world, biggest thing in the world in America at the moment, because every person who I know in America is throwing up stuff in their feed, you know, mm-hmm. and everyone's talking about it. Yeah. Well
1: that was the thing is we had somebody tweet out at us today on our morning show because obviously this was the big topic that we were talking about and somebody tweeted at us about you know it's amazing that nobody's talking about I can't even remember which one. Oh, it was the riots that are happening in Minneapolis. Like there's the news isn't covering the riots. It's still all about COVID-19. Back when there was the Los Angeles riots after the uh, Rodney King issue, you know, that was they were breaking into network programming all the time. Network programming isn't doing a damn thing at this point. Mm. And that's for a couple of reasons. One is we have a 24-hour news cycle. We have 24-hour news stations. Like that's all they are designed for. We also have the internet. And the interesting thing is that person took what I said there and only heard, well, we have social media to pass the word along. And it's like, that's not right. what I said. Great I was cover, talking yeah. about. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, you missed the entire point. But congratulations. You proved you're not <laughs> you reading read everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, not, not even read everything. That was the whole damn point was that you like kind of skim through it. And I don't even think I used the word social media. Right. But anyway. So it it is the big story you got the riots that are going on one of the big stories is um there's a claim and again it's I'm really trepidatious on talking about some of this stuff but it's it is out there and I think it needs to be discussed there is a claim that there was a police officer who was one of the guys who started one of the riots by bashing in the window of something. I can't remember exactly what it was right, right. to kind of fuel the fire to the riots to kind of get things going, if you know what I mean. So that's Ooh. one of the stories that's going out. Whether or not it's been in, been fact-checked, anything, I don't know. Do not hold me to that. Right. But one of the other big stories on our airwaves this morning was the band Trap. <laughs> and so you had the lead singer, uh, Chris Taylor Brown, and he has been – Kind of fallen in Chris a rabbit Brown. hole. Yeah, Chris Brown. Um, he has really been falling in a rabbit hole over the past few months. Um, like very, like you know, fr- like very, very right wing is, is how it's coming off. Um, but not good kind of right wing, I guess. Like there's good right wing and there's bad right wing. Right. And here is some of the posts that they put up this morning. This was on Facebook. Trapped it. or he only going read. I mean, it's the understanding you know, It's he signed it CTB so it's from him um, and he just wrote someone has to say it every time we see police brutality we only we also see 100% white virtue signalers jumping all over themselves to signal how not racist they are it's only when certain people are killed by cops that they are outraged these people do not feel the same outrage when a white dude is killed by a cop. They literally feel approved of and accepted by the people they are virtue signaling for and that makes them feel like better people. And then this goes on. That was maybe one third to a quarter of the entire post. He finishes it up by saying, it's not racist to take the position I have taken. I think plenty of other non-racist people in the U.S. who believe in self-accountability for all races would agree with me. And he dabbles in the, uh, he believes the officers should see some sort of charges, manslaughter or negligent homicide. Um, but he really seems to have kind of flown off here because for, for one, one of the main things that I think a lot of people, when when you see guys like this taking this stance, it's like, dude, give it some time. Like we, we need to stop and look at the, you know, you're, you're jumping the gun here. And he even posted a picture. Where it shows um, Daenerys Targaryen from Game of Thrones. Right. Do you know who that is? Yeah, yeah. The blonde girl. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Okay,
1: so she's standing and she's got a crowd of people like, oh, like reaching their hands up to her. And it says how white liberals see themselves when they make anti-white posts.
0: Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, jeez. So do you really want to go into this rabbit hole?
1: Of course I, I do. Of I mean, course it's just, it's... I do.
0: I just I just don't know what to say. I'm like, he's a singer in a band, right? Yeah. So who fucking cares? Like, would you? Would who you? Who cares like, what you,
1: think, you think? I was gonna say, do you think that anybody would give a crap if you posted? No,
0: them? I no. <laughs> I would never presume to fucking say, like. I the I mean the reason that I haven't commented on the whole s- subject at all is because well one I don't know nearly as much as someone in a position to say something relevant. There are mm-hmm. there's got to be fucking a million people who are more in a position to say anything in terms of burn those offices or fucking Black Lives Matter or anything relevant to this subject that's on the on the cor- that that actually is correct because it doesn't sound like this guy's saying fucking it's not it's not don't sound right <laughs> so, um, <laughs> but like no I, I and it's not because I don't care or I'm, not, I'm senseless I'm like I, I, I it's not my place to say that people have their places you should you sh- Brandon should be speaking on subjects in regards to radio and radio related topics. First and foremost, that's your area of authority and expertise. That's what you do. Makes no mm-hmm. sense for someone, to for a police officer, for example, to come in and say, you know, if I was a radio DJ, I'd be doing this. it would be like, dude, shut the fuck up, okay? You're a cop, whether you're a good cop, bad cop, whatever. Stick in your stay, fu- in, stay in your stay fucking in your lane. lane. Stay in your fucking lane. Should that be a new song for the lockdown I section? I think it's, it's you know what, that's lane. the fucking title for next week, yeah. But- and it's and it's directed right at uh, a. Trap. stay in your fucking <laughs> Stay in your <laughs> lean, stay in your lean. Stay in um, your fucking um, lean So no, I just think it's it the idea that like like we Brent uh 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 Brent Brent saw it fucking and Brent's a real rock star. You know, like he's legit fucking legit like, like
1: shinedown's Down's relevant trap yes, hasn't been relevant. exactly in
0: it's like the fact that we're, we're talking about trapped because it's humorous because they're so irrelevant it's like if sick puppies did anything right now mm-hmm. you know what i mean like if they said anything about anything other than their music you'd be like why are you why are you talking me mm-hmm. why would if someone who hadn't been paying attention to my stuff suddenly saw me come up and it'd be like they, well, what, where have you been? And why am I listening to you? No, just stay in your fucking lane. Harrison Ford said it the best. He is Harrison Ford, literally, in terms of dollars and cents, the most successful movie star in history. If you stack all his movies, most successful said, movie star in never history. Never tell me the odds. Never. Yeah, he he was asked in an interview one time, "What do you think about this political situation?" It was twenty years ago. What do you think about this political thing? And he was like. Uh, the political... He double-checked. is like that political thing between America and Russia or something. He said, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said, I think I'm a professional actor. Yeah? And they were like, no, but what are your opinions? And he said, I'm not going to... He straight up was like, why... He made the person look stupid instantly. He was like, why are you asking me that? Why would you ask me? Like, I don't I don't have yeah. any authority to yeah, talk he's about like, that. He's like, I'm here... Check out the situation. I am an actor in a movie. That's what I do. Ask me about movies. Don't ask me about... Why would like he he was, he made them look so stupid in one sentence? He was like, "Why would you ask me that? How stupid are you for thinking that my opinion is what people should hear? People want to hear about that. They should talk to people who know what they're talking about." I'm not like he but just was like all, I'm not But there is bite. something.
1: But there is something to be said about social commentary on all aspects. I mean, you that's should not should fucking be fairly- social
0: commentary. Bullshit. He's not well, doing social you, commentary. He's d- trying to. He's he. When you go that deep into it. Right. You go, you're talking about he wrote a, a, a page. A pa- he wrote a, he wrote a small manifesto. No, no, no,
1: no, 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 no. Okay. I'm not talking about
0: crap. Okay. I'm not
1: all right, talking. about That's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> what I'm talking about is for Harrison Ford in the sense of there are probably people who would be interested to know what he has to say. Yeah, I do know that there's definitely celebrities. There's a lot of them out there that believe that. People deserve to hear what they have to say when really they don't. No. But there is something to be said about social commentary and the fact that you're just you're going to comment on stuff that's happening in the world. And it could be everything from sports. Like I follow sports. I do sports on the station. Am I an expert per se? We're,
0: no. Okay. But if you want to go if into we, this, you, we can go deep into it. But I've got very specific opinions on this. Very, on what what you're talking about, on on the level at which a person who has a microphone and has the ability to, you have the ability to influence people. If I'm on stage, when I'm on stage with my microphone in front of 10,000 people, I have, I am there specifically to influence them. They paid their money to be influenced. They want me to make them feel better. They want me to make them feel jacked up and juiced up and ready to rock and roll and fucking they want to leave the room and be like, yeah, that was awesome. They want me to change their emotional state of being and preferably their mental state of being. If you have that, that is, it's, it's the, the Spider-Man line. With great power comes great responsibility. You better be careful about what you want to choose to have commentary on. Did I just drop out? What's going on?
1: No, it's me. I turned it, I turned you... my phone completely off, but now we have a COVID alert happening here in El Paso okay,
0: for a free COVID
1: testing. That was totally oh, worth interrupting this for. Sake,
0: but... wow, they're really working, you guys. God. Anyway, but anyway, anyway. Um, oh great, that popped up again. This fu- well, both of us had an error at the same time, so we'll chalk that up. I got an error that keeps popping up on my screen during my live streams for Adobe. Anyway, um, if you, the, here's the thing. If you have something to say about any anything other than your music or your thing, your radio, or whatever it is, your thing, if it mm-hmm. isn't to talk about something positive, something that inspires people to connect on something that's, I mean, I'm going deep, but if it's based on love and connection and positivity and something like that, if it's outside your lane and it's about connection and positivity and you treat it with a light fucking brush right you're not heavy painting you're just doing some light like i like this type of thing the reason is because that's what the beatles did right and the beatles as far as i'm concerned were the masters of songwriting modern music and also political concepts and stuff now not john lennon i'm talking about the beatles at the beginning Mm -hmm. beatles at the beginning made a point paul mccartney's been referenced as saying we were considered a political band before we got really political And it was because of the state of the world. State of the world was at war, and our music was used to diffuse conflict. It was used as a soundtrack to uh, Kumbaya and Peace and Love. And they were like, and that was what we wanted to do. We wanted to write songs about bringing people together and being happy, and that was their thing. That was their jam. They were just being true to themselves. And they later, John Lennon became an activist because he got into the the lane, and fair enough. And he and he's allowed to. He actually did marches and fucking stood by, like he was he was the real deal. He wasn't on his phone looking at comments, reposting something. Here's what I think, like unless you're willing to get your fucking hands dirty, I really feel strongly about it. If you're willing, if you want to like like for, with me, like if you want to support. Uh, like, I'm not patting myself on the back. I'm using myself as an example because I do practice what I preach. If you're going to go and support cancer patients uh, and, and a girl with cancer, go and sell your car and make some videos to promote it and go to the town where she lives and go and fucking raise the money and get your hands dirty for a couple of weeks and do it like I did if you really believe in what you're doing. Go and do it. If you're just going to play a song and send it off to someone and go, hey, I support this charity because I, I did the same thing I was going to fucking do anyway and, and rehearse mm-hmm. my song in front of my camera, be like, you're not... It's not real. It's fine to do that, but don't act like a fucking saint, and don't act like you're you're. Don't get up there and say, "Oh, this this thing, th- this is the that that's the only problem." Is because what happened this week with that police officer is serious, and I think that it belittles and takes and takes uh, severity away. F- it takes the relevance and importance away from the actual issue. Unless you have something to say, like I hate this, I don't want to stand for this anymore. We need to do better. We need to do better, and then you—you—that's your opinion. But mm. if you're like, but fucking, but that, guy, that that shit was basically white, like vanilla white power. That was some vanilla white power shit. Like, oh, no, I, so I we have a there's a tweet that he sent out. Bring it. Fucking, well. let's fucking one, do it. This
1: this was this morning, and it came from the trapped official uh, Twitter account. Yeah, of course says, it did.
0: Yeah, here we go. We would like to step back.
1: (laughs) Self-accountability. Dude played a part in his death by refusing to get into the cop car, kicking and flailing to the point he had to be restrained. Horrible move by cop, thinking he should apply so much pressure into dude's neck. He will get what a jury thinks he should. Now, we have uh, Frank Payne, who runs one of the stations that we are on. I know Frank, yeah. Yeah, in in Abilene. He works for Rock 108. Frank is awesome, and Frank... Responded to them with, one point in time, I thought your tweets were creatively genius with a hint of ignorance. But now you've proven yourself a shit stain and I'll gladly pull your one song out of rotation. Go ahead, talk shit and block me. You'll only prove my point further. And the thing that I found awesome, out of Frank. both of those tweets, out of both of those tweets, what resonates with me both uh, most and I find – the best is the kind of underhanded dig of, I'm going to pull your one song out of <laughs> rotation. You know what I mean? That's true. That's true. What is that song? Uh, Headstrong. Oh, yeah. Back off, I'll take you on. Headstrong to take on anyone. That
0: one. Oh, God.
1: I know that you are wrong, and this is not where we belong.
0: Oh, okay. Strap. All right. Okay. And that's And by the way, my rendition... Better, better than, the than the original, I know. Yeah, it's way better yeah. than the original. I mean, like, it, it would actually be funnier if, if it happened to the Sick Puppies and, yeah. and someone else was doing a podcast, and like, what, what band was that? And you were like, oh, you're going down. And they'd be like, oh, fucking get that song off the radio. You're going down. <laughs> <laughs> One of us is going, going down. down. Yeah, it would be so much better if they had a song like ours. And Like, get that shit, kick that band to the fucking curb right now. Fuck that guy. Um, <laughs> It'd be funny if they were like, yeah, he's so hardcore with his fucking bull- Bullshit. So
1: I just think-, well, I think... Hold on. I think you summed it up pretty darn good, though, by saying that if unless you're willing to get your hands dirty, yeah. if you, unless you're willing to put in the work, shut up about it. Now, I get if you want to write a song about something cool, but don't think that that vaults you to a holier-than-thou status yeah. or it makes you anything more than just the musician who wrote the song. You're not suddenly an expert in this topic. Now, when I look at bands like Rage Against the Machine or System of a Down, I know what they're about. I know that they're doing their research. Exactly. I know they're getting dirty. I yeah. know they're putting in the work.
0: And those are the That's bands. That's why I respect
1: the hell those out of are Those
0: are the bands who should be making tweets and commenting, and people should listen to what they have to say. And it should be that. It should be there's a handful of bands that actually do this shit, that know the politics and know the, the whole thing. Write a tweet and let people listen to it and watch it and go, yeah, okay, cool. I respect your authority on the situation more so than fucking trapped. And then check it out. You know what I'm saying?
1: (laughs) Well, it's not, I mean, for them, I mean, it obviously is emotional for them. But I guess what I'm trying to say is it's not just an instant gut reaction for them. You know what I mean? It's not just that instant emotion like, boom, I got to tweet this really quick. They've put in the legwork. They know what they're talking about. They Again, I I just said it. They have done the research. So that's a band where you're going to take what they say with a lot more weight than yeah. obviously trapped. I, mean,
0: I don't know about you, but I'm sick of my feed on all my social media coming up with everyone's opinion on every single thing. It becomes noise. It becomes noise to me. So you can understand that it clearly would become noise to everyone. If you're like, think about it. I've seen the stories on my Facebook feed about this guy. I know what happened to it. I haven't seen the video. I made a point. of not watching it because I know it. Yeah. Don't. It's, yeah. it's no. Don't. Yeah. And, but I'm like, okay, I know what happened, and I've seen, and I watched a couple of things uh, from police officers in that state, and a couple of people from politics uh, from from the government in that state relevant to it. And I'm like, okay, so this is the climate. This is what they're doing and saying. Saw the pictures of the riots, and I'm like, all right, so that's what's going on. Saw, but but after I started to see all of my friends commenting, I was like, this, I I I know what's up. It's just hate. It's just like fuck the cops, fuck these guys, da 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 da. And I'm like, all right. And then there's a bunch of other people coming back and forth and they're like, well, you know, there's inciting the police officer and now you're getting into noise territory. It's like you weren't there. You clearly haven't even watched as much stuff as I have. I've looked at like 15 minutes worth of videos and, and read posts and things and actually I went outside Facebook and Googled it for a minute and looked, okay, what CNN said, what did Fox say? What's a couple of blogs say? What's go- Well, it's a little bit of back and forth and then and made a point of not posting anything because I'm like, who the fuck cares what I have to say? It would be so disrespectful to his families if I was to come up and say, wait, here, look at me, well, here's what I think, fuck you. Fuck off, get out of the way. It's very, it's very me, oh, me, me, me. no, me. I just fucking hate it. I absolutely, I, I understand if you're a civilian, right? If you're a normal person who isn't, we have a microphone. People could tune in to hear what we have to say. If you're not like that, if you're just a guy with a phone and you are, here's what I think and feel about this. That's what social media is for. Okay, I get it. If you have a microphone and you have something to say, you better fucking say something... That is worth people's time and energy and they're better for having heard it. That's the point. Mm-hmm. It needs they need to be better for having heard it. And it needs to provide something that's better for them. And everything everyone's saying is fucking not. I, I was really bummed when I saw Brent's post about COVID-19 and I was like, dude, you're relevant. You're a big fucking deal. And you probably should have thought twice. And I would expect him to say the same thing to me. If I dropped something, was like, fuck, I shouldn't have said that. I'd expect him to say, dude, that's not, yeah, that's not how we're supposed to roll. And don't get me wrong. I'm not at Brent's level, but I know him. And so I I, I would not want to be in that position where your band has to come back 24 hours later and say, we would like to uh, redefine. We'd like to redefine the terms of what our lead singer just said. and, and I'm like, uh, yeah. <clears throat> anyway
1: and they and they, they eventually flat out canceled the tour So of course what they, 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 so they had to, they were always they going did, to yeah. originally they i believe they were scheduled to be here in el paso in may and it got postponed they were one of the first bands to actually reschedule their tour um with just a new date your tickets from the previous date were going to be uh, upheld you can use that ticket and i don't even remember when that thing was supposed to come back around here but it was just this past week where they came out and said, Yeah, we've completely canceled. So if you do want refunds, we're going to be issuing refunds um, if you purchase through like Ticketmaster so, or something. You're going like to
0: see it left and right. If "Raise Against the Machine moved to July next year, nothing's happening till next year. Uh, lockdown is, is opening up there, right? They're starting to open the country back up, right?
1: Well, so we're in it. It's interesting because some states are, some states aren't. The state of Texas did. Um last week, I believe, when things really first started to open up. like including bars. Fuck. Like that was kind of the big one is people can go hang out and aren't have a drink guys, in a bar. Aren't you guys What's still- one of the closest spaces you're ever gonna be in? Yeah. A bar. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's still so, you guys are still
0: losing a couple of thousand people a day, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. our numbers are still up there. So
1: our mayor, DeMargo, here in El Paso, he wrote and spoke with to our governor, Greg Abbott. And I like both guys. I think Greg Abbott is a pretty good governor. I don't agree with everything he does, but he's at least somebody that I can respect uh, for the most part. And DeMargo, we've had him on our morning show multiple times, and he has been a great person to talk to and try to explain things. There was even some controversy with him where he was caught at a restaurant without wearing a mask. And it's like, dude, well, he was like drinking water. Like, how can you drink with a mask on? Anyway, so – Mayor DeMargo wrote the governor saying, hey, uh, here in El Paso, our numbers are still going up, and I know that you're saying that you want the state of Texas to open, but we need to, to delay this a little bit. Yeah. So the state of Texas, everywhere else, was able to open up last weekend. Today, Friday, May 29th, this was supposed to be the day that bars are able to open in El Paso. You would think, as it's 2.30 p.m. here, Mountain Time, while we're recording this, you would think that we would be having tonight as the grand opening or reopening for the bars. No, no, no. It was 12.01 this morning. Those <laughs> bars opened up for about an hour and a half or two hours or however long they could go. There was people lined up at the doors. Uh, and some, and man, it's like, did you ever see Footloose with Kevin Bacon? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, so you know the whole point, you can't dance. That yeah. was one of the rules of reopening bars. You're not a, there's no, not going to be any dancing. you got to keep your distance. You can't go to a table of somebody else. So if you – whatever group you show up with, which can only only be six people max – Who
0: wrote these fucking rules? Who wrote these rules? I believe
1: this was was the governor, I believe. These were the ones that came from him. Right. And then one of the other ones was you're not allowed to actually go up to the bar. You have to like sit and be served your drink. These were rules. Videos were coming out last night. I don't know if it was every place, but the couple that I did see, it's people dancing – Hoarding up in crowds, multiple people kind of surrounding each other. Nobody's wearing a mask. And it was like, OK, so I guess we'll just wait for that. I mean, I hope and pray like, look, I hope and pray there is no spike. But I'm anticipating that because yeah. everybody's hanging out around. Like my wife was just at the store a couple of hours ago. And when she came back, she was like, is the mask thing? Is that not required anymore? Yeah. And I was like, no, there's some, everybody's supposed to be wearing masks yeah. in public. And she yeah. goes, oh, because where I was just at, almost yeah. nobody was.
0: Yeah, I I am not putting- my, The schools are starting to open up here uh, next week. Schools and uh, some workplaces, they're doing it really systematically. We're not putting our kids back in school, no fucking way. Because mm. we've- I mean, we're not doctors and I'm not telling anyone else what to do. I'm just saying what I'm doing. But from what we've looked at, it's like they're predicting that the reason- And this is what Australia's done. This is what Australia's done. So, this is just an interesting commentary on Australia-US. Apparently- Australia has started to systematically open up uh, the sections of the uh, country that are relevant to the betterment of the people, not the economy. For example, schools, right? They don't generate a fucking shitload of money, but they got mm-hmm. to start sending kids back to school. And partly because then parents can start to go back to work. So, they're sort of teetering. They're, they're doing it in stages. They're not, they're telling us, they're saying like, we, you got to keep fucking, the rules are just as strict, if not more strict now, because we're starting to open it up. And we're not doing it because we flattened the curve. We're doing it because we know that our hospitals can handle the new outbreaks that are going to come. That's it. They're saying we've spent the last six months. We're anticipating. Yeah, spike. we are We're anticipating the spike. It. We are prepared for a spike. When the spike comes, don't freak out. Don't you don't need to suddenly rip your kids out of school because of it. We are going to be prepared. We have all, We have everything that we've learned. We have all the new equipment. We have the masks. We have uh, entire uh, uh, breathing machine, f- like fucking entire building vent. Sorry, ventilators. Sorry, brain fire. <laughs> They have full uh, buildings that are just for ventilators now. Like they have a like per like within like a twenty mile radius of each other. They're like if you need to get one, there's going to be one around in major cities. We're ready. So they're they're like this is what's up. We're doing it slowly, and they're keeping us informed. And it's like they're gonna it's gonna be so there's gonna be a spike. It's gonna come back up. We're just gonna handle it, and we're gonna take it day by day. And if it gets out of hand, we're gonna start to bring it back down. So Australians for the most part, everyone here is like. Yeah, there are some people that have stopped wearing masks. We still go out once a week for the shopping and we wear ours and we're good and we don't take the kids. But like we um we're not really concerned. I would be fucking terrified if I was where you are. I would be so fucking scared because I'd mm. be like they don't they, it's 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 a guarantee it's pretty much a guarantee. I mean, it's a guarantee. You guys have done lockdown. It hasn't really changed your numbers significantly enough. And people just got so stir crazy and, and the government was like, well, the economy can't take this for much longer. And they ratioed out how much money can we lose versus people. And they decided mm-hmm. it's better to lose more people than money. Well,
1: and it's kind of like when you when you punish your kid... And they just the punishment isn't sticking, and you're fine. And you finally give up, and you're like, you know what? Screw it. Fine. Like whatever. Go ahead and do whatever you want. That's ha- that has this feel to it, yeah, where it was right. we need, and, and, and well, not necessarily a punishment that the government was doing, but we need to put these guidelines in. And it was more like, okay, you're not allowed to do this. And then the kid just keeps doing it, yeah. and it's like, all right, fine. You know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tell you, you can't do that anymore because you're gonna do it anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? So but on that
0: note, no, all right, let's wrap, a, wrap it up. That's a good place to wrap yeah, up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: because we're going to uh, keep these things to hopefully about 30 minutes and we're going to hopefully going to be getting more than one of these out a week at this point once because uh, you've been doing some great videos we've got to plug those as well head Thank on over you. to Shim's Facebook page uh, he's been p- uh, kind of chunking out some videos from lockdown sessions and some from VIP sessions and they're really good they're about what minute and a they're half they're about a minute maybe? each
0: yeah they're, they're a minute each and they're just like these nice bite-sized things to let people on Facebook who have been coming in and out of the lockdown sessions and there's been a lot of people that are like oh I'm thinking about a VIP ticket I'm not sure what's it like and I tell them and they go yeah but what does it look like what does it sound like so i made the video so they got an idea for it so go check them out
1: yeah and then you can definitely check out the lockdown sessions that shim is doing are those still fridays and fridays
0: fridays at 5 p.m once a week pacific time pacific time yep 5 p.m pacific standard time friday and you can
1: find that over also on the uh, Twitch stream, the That's Hollywood the Rebellion. Yeah, that yeah, is yeah. the stream that you need to head to if you want to engage with Shim. Because I found that out. It was like two weeks ago. I was on the Facebook page and I'm sitting there like, why isn't he commenting answering? on it? And yeah. I'm like, why is Shim looking at my stuff? <laughs> and I was like, oh, he's over on Twitch. Yeah. So go. Make sure you look up the Hollywood Rebellion on Twitch. Uh, if you have any topics, anything, um, I got kind of behind. I did have some questions from some people. Um, Let's do that, that next just week. Kinda got- buried underneath some other things. So we'll try to bring those up. If you have any questions, topics, anything else that you guys want brought up here for Rockstar 101, you can find me on Instagram. It is at the Brandalorian. You can shoot me a message over there. Uh, You can also find Shim on Twitter. It is at Shim Moore. That's S-H-I-M-M-O-O-R-E. You can uh, tweet right at him. um, And and give us a topic, a question, or anything that you want discussed on Rockstar 101. And we're hopefully going to get in a couple of these episodes. Up every week. And of course, don't forget lockdown sessions, VIP sessions, all the fun stuff. Just go to Shim's Facebook page and follow it. You'll get all the notifications right there. That's one of the easiest things to do. But on that note, his name is Shim. He's the rock star.
0: His name is Brandon. He's the DJ. Class dismissed. Boom.